You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Go ahead, stand your stand your stand your stand your stand your stand your Welcome to another episode of Ad Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, and with me, the most delicious name in podcasting. Elise Bacon. How Hi. are you? What? Hello. How have, how are you? I have to have a very stern talking over with my roommate slash future husband because he decided to bring in my associates and fill the entire house with the smell of them roasting. Um, your associates? He just fried up a whole package of bacon. Oh, right. He leaves to go on vacation in a few days. So I told him that when he gets back, we need to have a very stern talk about this blatant disrespect and disregard for me and my brethren. In fairness, you're all delicious. And that's kind of blatant disrespect and disregard for me and my brethren um with all due respect you can't go out blatant disrespect and disregard there weren't even any content warnings i mean i stepped out of my bedroom and was assaulted with the smell of my people burning i mean your people should be a little more forward thinking about being so delicious so consistently in so many different ways before they go out into the world right that's a delicious sound that sounds like deliciousness is coming towards me like we're 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 having an episode of ad space and our special guest is deliciousness right so that's more of a that's more of a pig problem than a human problem. This is pigisms. It is. It is. Um, You're a pigist. I am. I don't think that. I think you should. I think that they should have all the rights this that is they desire. Video. It's true. You're rude. I don't appreciate you. They don't appreciate you. Listen to this. That's rage. Pork rage. Yes. Not to be confused with pork rinds, which are also delicious. Because everything about pork is delicious. Everything, yes. Even the even the six out of ten stuff is pretty good. Not a pig's feet person. But Traitor. You, some, <laughs> I was never I've never Traitor. been I have never been pro pig not being eaten. Traitor. I know my limits. Um, if you'd like to support um, Bacon and their people, there are several things happening right now. Primarily, there's a Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Lost in Pandemonium. Where you support a whopping amount of Bacon-related interests. Support the Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv backslash 
Baconzilla. And you support the Etsy shop. I mean, you support the art. You can also purchase some art at Etsy.com backslash Lost in Pandemonium. And if you just want to keep up with the latest in bacon news and uh, pork activism, go to Twitter.com backslash B4C0NZILLA. That's right, Baconzilla spelled in the most intuitive way possible. B4C0NZILLA. Right, you have to think about it once you say zero and then you go to the Z. Right. You have to stop and think about it. Something about that makes it hard to say. <laughs> we have uh what have you been what have you been playing? What have I missed? What have I missed? There's a lot going on in my gaming life. Do it. Run it down. Uh so I'm still playing my Atomi games, but to not spend real life money on in-game currency, I've been playing I've fallen down the train of playing other games to get in-game currency for the games I want to play. Right. <laughs> um, which has led me through a trail of clones that are all terrible. <laughs> That's not true. There were two of them that were okay. And then I decided that the community was terrible. And so as soon as I could in uninstall those games, I uninstalled them with a quickness and disconnected them from my phone. Um, uh, there's also a lot of white supremacists. You mean like in America or in a particular place? In both. What's the context? <laughs> you were like, I don't want to spend money on Atomi games. There are also lots of white supremacists. No, no, no. So because all these games are, they have the same connected advertisements and they all want you to spend money through them. Right. What they do is that they're like, hey, if you want in-game currency, but you don't want to like pay for it, play, do these special offers. And usually they're like other games, right? Right. But like when you download those games, there's like a bajillion like horrible things you have. Like you have to basically like clear your phone after like every game, which is fine. I don't mind doing that. I do that all the time. Um, but uh, a lot of them you have to like in them, you have to like make alliances with people. Right. Just to get like extra stuff so you can get to the goal faster. Right. Um, and I, like, there are several days where I'm just like, okay, I'm just filtering through the lists of alliances and like, there's like, what was it once called frog camp? Oh dear. Another one has like a kind of like really basic, uh, oh yeah, they're called knights, but their symbol is a black symbol with a white cross. Perfect. Right. There's, like, all of those racist, like, and just super awful, like, Gamergate and white supremacist memes. Like, people full-on made their alliances and guild names after those. Hmm. I'm sitting there going through that. I'm like, I honestly, there's only two people who understand the context of these guild names, and that's the people who make them 
Mm. <laughs> and the people who knowingly search for them and then the people who, like me, have seen them so much that they knowingly stay away from them. Right. But some of them were pretty cryptic, and I'm like, oh, nope, that's a white supremacist code, that's a white supremacist code, that's a white supremacist code, that's one, that's one as well, that's <laughs> another 4chan code, that's an 8chan one, that's a white supremacist <laughs> <laughs> Like, sometimes it took me, like, three days to join an alliance or a guild because I'm like, nope, 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 nope okay, this list is too long. I have st stuff to do so I can get this in-game money. My God. All right. And that, and like, that's not just one game, cell phone game. That was across, like, 10 different cell phone games. Okay. That were all varying degrees of horrible clones of each other. Okay. okay. So the cell phone game world is entertaining me right now in some respects. And in other respects, I'm like, oh, this is gross. But now I'm also a master at getting really high levels really fast in a variety of cell phone games without spending a dime. <laughs> like one of them, they're like, this challenge usually takes 36 hours. And I'm like, I cleared it in four. <laughs> because of all these games, because they have the games and hitting up all these offers? No, because there's like, no, so like each game there's like, like, for instance, I was playing Final Fantasy 15, and you had to reach, like, power level 10,000 in Final Fantasy 15, because it's like a tower, not like a tower defense game. It's a, it's, it's a weird game, like, you have your castle-y area, and you build up parts of your kingdom, and then you send troops out for resources, but every two seconds, it's trying to spam you, so you can, like, get VIP offers, right. buy gems, <laughs> and I'm just like, please go away. Um... But like the like it usually takes like forever to get like to power level like ten thousand or fifteen thousand. Mm -hmm. And I did it like a few hours. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but it's really specific. You have to do a really specific set of things. It's just that now that I've figured out like, oh, I know how these games work. And now that I know they're all clones of each other. Mm. I played like the same basic game that's exactly like Final Fantasy VII like three times. That's smooth. I hear. You. Right, and it gives me like two thousand in-game currency in my Atobi games for stuff that only costs me like twenty in-game currency. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't care about any of these other games. I have romance novels to get through. So everyone. Um, are do you want? Don't do what I'm doing. <laughs> do you want to define a Tomy game just for anyone who's unclear? Um, a Tomy games are generally um heavy narrative games that are uh geared specifically towards women. The ones that I'm playing are they're essentially like anime esque. Although I, I've been playing a really good Korean one and that one's just like, it just blows my mind. Um, they're heavy narrative games. They're story novel games that are directed primarily towards women. A lot of, mo a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them have like a romance aspect to it. Um, one of the games that I'm playing actually has like no romance aspect to it. It's actually a horror game. It's very good though. And it freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, well, 
okay this is kind of scary um kind of creepy but very good just very good and then there's another one that like i really really like but i can't play it right it, it, it they just don't really give you ways of playing the game without spending money and that i don't like i specifically like i don't even mind it when cell phone games are like here um I, I, I want it to be either really straightforward, like you buy the game or you buy stuff for the game. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, I don't like this. No, we're technically free to play, but you're not really free to play. I don't like those. Mm. No, either you're free to play or you're not. Just, I don't like that, that, that dishonest in between. And even though the writing in this one is just phenomenal in order to really like, get into it you have to pay money and i just i can't throw away money i can't spend my money on imaginary money for a game <laughs> so then you can't even recommend it like i was gonna ask if you have no it's fantastic like uh it's called the arcana so if you want to play if you want to essentially read through uh the arcana it's wonderful it is absolutely wonderful like you can choose your pronouns oh shit um you like it's the the writing is so good the story is really good but it wants you to spend money and i just can't do that i can't i i can't even pay my doctor's bills right now so i can definitely not do that um and then i'm still playing uh xenoblade chronicles 2 on the switch i love that game because uh, it's a very good game. It's also very massive and it's kind of grindy, but it's very good. Um, the voice acting cracks me up nonstop. Um, That's my that was my that was one of my favorite games I've ever seen. Like I, I was always paying attention to it, and then to see it go was exactly what just exactly the type of thing I would get whenever I get my Switch. It's a very good game. Um, I'm going to be playing Anthem uh, demo with Bat. Um, uh, I just need my internet to not be horrible, which it's really horrible right now. Sorry about my audio quality, everybody. I am fighting with Comcast. Got like, before you, um, try to get on Anthem, just fair warning, Anthem will make that a triple threat match because it doesn't care about you or Comcast, um, to such a degree that, um, yesterday, apparently all the EA games had server trouble because they had people were cramming into the Anthem servers. And uh, right. have, how long have you been playing EA games? This is like par for a course. Right. But, um, yeah, Anthem's, um, Anthem's, uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, the, the I, line, I have, the I line have is demo, long. I have a demo code and I can't even get in the website right now. Right. It's, um, it's, it's, a it's. Oh, they'll sell. They, I, I imagine that um, after Andromeda, Bioware, and EA were concerned about the success of their next game, I think they'll be fine, given the huge, huge lines of people trying to play and everyone playing this at the same time. So, including myself, um, is very is uh yeah. So yeah, just letting you know that. Anthem oh, no, also I'm, I'm aware. I'm, I'm fully aware of how these go. Um. I've also been playing Just Dance again and get some exercise in. Um, I've also been playing Overwatch and 
whatnot all. I downloaded the King's Quest series. I'm going to try streaming that when my internet's not horrible. Um, I'm kind of excited about that one because it got awful. And But the story is good. The story is good. Any of you, like, I, it was so funny because after the last podcast, I got into a massive conversation with um, one of the people I play Final Fantasy with, my friend Violet. And uh, we just got into this huge talk about King's Quest. And she's like, so, by the way, you can get uh, King's Quest 1 through 7 for 20 bucks on Steam. And I went, word? <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be happening. Um, what else? Oh, what? yes. Speaking of Final Fantasy 14, uh, patch 4.5 dropped and my little FC is now no longer going to be a little FC. I've got 13 active members. Uh, we've got two more people who are going to be on the way. And, um, I ran, I ran, uh, I, I haven't done the new Robin Oster dungeon yet, but no. I ran the, um, that's part of the Alliance raids. The Alliance raids are the 24 people, um, Alliance raids. And, uh, I did the precursor one, the one that was in what, 4.3, which I believe is the lighthouse. Right. So I did the lighthouse one with, um, my best friend Augie and I did it with Justin from three fifths and, one that shit was ungodly hard mm -hmm. uh it was like i mean uh this this new alliance raids this three-part section because all the alliance raids are in three-part sections mm -hmm. uh, but this alliance raid is it's just full of healer checks it is very healer intensive and in one of the fights in the lighthouse you have to do math excuse me yeah the boss lowers your health down to everybody's health down to a random number and then there's four panels. One panel has one, one has two, one has three, and one has four. And he and they'll give you a random math problem, and you have to add what you have to add one of the panels to your health and stand on that panel to get the right answer. Bruh. No, and everybody's health is a different number, so you can't cheat. Right. So like on, I failed the entire first round. I was just like, nope, that's just not happening. But the <laughs> second round was all prime numbers and I'm really good at prime numbers. So like my health was like at two and it's just like uh, a prime number that is just like, what was it? They're saying a, a, a number there, oh god, I can't remember what it was, but one of them, one of them was a prime number, and I had to add four to get seven, right? Because seven's not divisible by anything. And then another one was like add. The, I think the first one was add a number so that your health equals six. What the fuck? Right? No, it was so hard. I was just like, and you literally have like. Seconds. I was about to ask. That sounds like you're under. Are you under duress? That's what I was gonna ask. Are you? Yes. No, you're under duress. And then um, every time you fail, he puts a debuff on you. And if you have too many debuffs, you die. Okay. You're just instant dead. Okay. And because it's a 24 
so the 24 alliance raids are you have three it's actually three parties of eight so there's alliance a alliance b and alliance c and justin and augie and i were in alliance b mm -hmm. and we were doing mostly okay but alliance c was down the entire time <laughs> Like the entire, the entire raid, like there were multiple times where we should have just wiped. And because there's like damage checks, like you have to, like you have to do enough damage to the boss. And if you don't do enough damage fast in like a certain amount of time frame, the boss will unleash this super powerful attack that either almost kills everybody or kills everybody. Mm -hmm. And because a full party, like a full ass eight people were down how, there were there was one boss where like like three quarters of the people were down the entire time like it was just like a raise fest i'm like can we just wipe already because it would be great if we just all died and could start fresh <laughs> <laughs> but we only wiped once the entire the entire raid and i think it was on the last boss which is so hard and i'm just like i don't know what's happening they didn't even, my, my homies didn't even give me time to look at a video. <laughs> there is no video for the new one. Everybody's still figuring out the mechanics. What the fuck? We're supposed to run it today. And I'm just like, what is happening? And the gear from it, while good, looks hideous. <laughs> just the healer gear specifically. Look, no, was it the healer? No, it wasn't the healer gear. It was the, uh, the, the caster gear. It looks Hideous. It's just not all of you. You look like a goddamn balloon. That's the worst it thing. Like, it is so ugly. Like, it is so ugly. Um, Between the raid and Augie putting on the gear, like, I literally could not breathe. <laughs> like, Justin and Augie and I are not allowed to be in the same party anymore. I mean, we're... Uh, clearly, we're going to be in the same party just running shit all the time. But it was... I was literally crying. Just tears down my face. And I was choking because, like, there's Alliance C jokes because Alliance C was just dead all the time. It was, it was, it was wild. So Final Fantasy is just wild right now. I still haven't tried out Blue Mage because one of my crafters is on vacation. So I've been like crafting stuff for all the new people and being an FC leader. And so I have done <laughs> nothing of the new content. <laughs> I'm like, why is being a guild leader so much work? But I'm, but I'm also like, oh, by the way, this is how you level. This is how you do stuff. Here we go. This is how we help. And I'm realizing that I've just like over the years of playing Final Fantasy 14, I've just like have all of this knowledge on the game and how to do stuff really fast or efficiently or and cheaply in like this way in my head so now i'm teaching people how to do that <laughs> so i haven't done any of the new content but i'm gonna be doing the new raid today okay uh you're not gonna be streaming right ask comcast the infinite war continues and they've already been out here and now I don't know if it's because there's so much construction by my house. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but like, there is no reason why I should have 0.48 upload <laughs> and like, what, 57 download? What's your? I pay for 130, bitch. Yeah, that's yeah, that, no, that's 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 unacceptable. <laughs> it needs to be at my upload needs to be at least a nine. Right. 
that's that is unacceptable. I put it, I pay for twelve upload. Yeah, that's when we need to start yelling about. That's when we need to start yelling at Comcast. As a matter of fact, you may need to have multiple people call. So they have me yeah, call. Uh, I'm gonna call again and be like, "Look, I literally make money off of this. Y'all need to get your ish together." Right. That's usually what makes them move their ass, is uh, pointing out that like, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I work from home. I need. I, this is this is how I make money. And then they always um, they jump, they hop to it for a little bit, and then they slack. It's like trying to get a teenager to clean their room. So you can kind of sort of get it for a weekend if you grab them by the back of their neck, just so. But otherwise, you're in that long struggle. I used to have Comcast here. They would charge us as soon as we went over a certain amount of bandwidth. They would pretty much charge us by the minute, like phone sex hotline. So yes, it was um very bad. And screw you, Comcast. I don't know anyone that's happy with Comcast. There is literally not a single individual that is pleased with their Comcast service. No, they're horrible. They're absolutely horrible. Babs asking me, he's just like, oh, yeah, let me know when you're going to be on. And I'm like, I don't, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, he's, in, uh, yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been uh, inviting me to. He jumped on. Anthem has a very funny way of getting onto a server consistently. If you try to jump on and start a game, it loads for five minutes and then stops. If you un if you close the app and open it again, it will put you at the beginning of the mission that was loading when you cut the app. And that is how I consistently get into a game of Anthem. And um, like when Monster Hunter came out. What? That sounds like when Monster Hunter came out. It is um a very similar system. It's the only way I was able to navigate it. There is. Um, You're like, I've been here before. Wow, it's very, very obtuse. Several menus before you can just kind of get dropped down. I imagine, like I said, it's it would be faster. And then the full game will probably be faster. I'm um, having seen the alpha work. I have full faith in the game. Beta is a little um, later beta is a little bit of an issue, but game plays well. I am um, seeing a lot of people praising the uh, combat. Um. And um, I have a feeling I'm going to wind up getting into a lot of arguments with people. Because for whatever Anthem is, as, as good or as bad as it is received when it comes out, it very much plays like Mass Effect Andromeda Championship Edition. It's still not a shooter. Um, Right. But... You know how, literally, I have seen several articles going, Anthem is like going to be the best shooter. And I'm like, it's not a shooter. Well, more importantly, I mean. Also, okay, everybody, with your Andromeda hate. Right. That's the thing. Is people were like, if you didn't, there were people who didn't like the combat in Mass Effect Andromeda that really love the combat in Anthem, and they are copied and pasted. Except we have the ability to fly around like Iron Man. Which, ironically enough, the com okay, the combat took a minute in Andromeda to get used to. Did it? However, that combat was solid. Right. It was really good. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm, I think that was one of the highlights of the game, personally. Uh, I always thought that whatever was wrong with the game, 
driving around and getting in and out of scraps was a lot of fun. Right. And I think part of the issue with the combat is, is people didn't realize that you could customize the combat to what worked with you. I think that is um, really new to a lot of people who are used to even Mass Effect uh, or um, just shooters, that, who, the people who are used to shooters or like even third person shooters. I think that whole concept of being able to customize how you do damage is a is just a really new concept for a lot of um, people in those genres. And um, Mass Effect, and Bioware's really been blending genres when it comes to that sort of stuff. Uh, Bungie sort of tried, but at the same time, Bungie is still a shooter at the end of the day. Yeah, Destiny is shooter. Like, it is, um, it is a um, MMO FPS, but it is still an FPS, whereas Andromeda is not even a third-person shooter. Like, you don't have to shoot in that game. Right. And you and I already know you don't have to in Anthem. No, you don't have to. No. The whole point of Anthem is mechs. Right. You can get your mm-hmm. robot doing what you need your robot to do. What you want your robot to do. Right. You want your robot to just blow up. Yeah. Sure. You want your robot to just punch shit. Sure. You want your robot to send missiles into everybody's faces. Okay. Like you can, the whole, which is why it can't, this is why Anthem can't be a PvP game, by the way. Like you can't have Anthem be a balanced PvP game. And I'll say this, I like that. I don't really need all of my grindy, my grindy games to have a PvP suite. They all don't need to be. Like I don't mind playing um, a Warframe style game where the goal is to just break the game. That's it. To have your character break the game and blow up content, blow through content, that's fine. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I love Destiny, but I don't really need games to do the Destiny thing or the Division thing and try to balance PvE and PvP currently. That's hard to do. And every once in a while, you just want to cut loose. And frankly, Destiny is walking away from balancing PvP and PvE. Um, they, the, the Destiny meta is shot. If you are trying to, if you want to host a tournament, if you're worried about, they, they, they removed that weekly trials of the whatever tournament. Um, oh my God. They removed it because the meta, Destiny's meta, if you need to desperately win is shit. But if you're just chilling, it's fun. And that's the way it is. And it's like, at this point, we don't need all that. So it's it's good to see that Anthem has skewed the entire PvP option. If you want PvP, you play somewhere else. And I like it. it like I said, it, someone said the, someone said Warframe vibes. I get it. I'm excited. I, I'm excited to break my mech whenever I get my... I want to use the um, wizard mech, but I cannot because I have to get it out. Playing the demo, which is hard to get the missions. They give you the XP, but I'm still going to get the game and use a wizard robot with my cape because wizard because all wizards can use capes. Wizard robot can still have a cape. It needs a cape because it's, even though it's a robot, it's, it needs a cape. For, to keep warm. Wizard rope. Um, but yes, there's going to be lots of lots of irritation as people um, laud Anthem for things that are cut and pasted from Andromeda and say they say they didn't like it. <laughs> so yeah, there's going to be a, it, it does it does seem like it does seem like a lot of a lot of research and development 
and uh, with a lot of research and development. So this, this a lot of the, the movement of this game is from another game that people said they didn't like in mass. So I'm going to hold them to it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I'm going to hold them to it. Oh, no, that's fine. I'm the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is real. It's just real. And I'm, I'm still sticking by the fact that people didn't like uh, Mass Effect Andromeda because it was too SJW. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Bye, you're going you're gonna to get more of the same. Anthem's got less white people in it than Mass Effect so far. Yeah. <laughs> more aliens yeah. and even less white people. Right. That's just like even where I'm at. The, the fort that you your base of operation is just wall to wall brown people even the white people have a tan <laughs> so it's like i don't i mean we got some spicy whites they're italian and greek they're seasoned the whites are seasoned in got, anthem got seasoned whites right so yeah so i i mean if you don't like if you didn't like mass effect because it was too um sjw anthem will not make you feel better it will provide you with more robots to distract you from um the white genocide and all that Um, stuff that's afflicting your um yeah afflicting you honestly i just live for max right the robot yeah yeah that's the thing it's it's a it's a joy to play I love all mechs. Right. <laughs> and that will make the game... And frankly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm of the mind that locomotion makes games like this work. And uh, playing the game and running around and flying around is great. So you will play it and you will enjoy it. And I would, be as, I would even go as far as to say all of you would. How long you play it and how much you enjoy it will defer. But I cannot imagine someone picking up a controller and controlling one of those robots and being like, eh, two out of ten. Like you could, it's an, it's an enjoyable, it's a universally enjoyable experience. It's very well tuned in that regard. There is a, there is a point of penetration for lots of people because of those robots. Because like you said, you can take your robot and do whatever you fuck you want with them. And as a result, you can even not shoot if you don't want to. There is literally a mech that just does not even have guns or does have guns. But the point is to get in close to um, do melee attacks and damage up massive up close damage and get out of there <clears throat> so yes that's me right there is a match for punching which you will be so yeah punch back punch back um i think my greatest accomplishment of this month was getting a 300 and over a, a 300 plus post on Facebook all centered around Shonu from Monster X. <laughs> We're over 300 now and it's still going. Yes. And I did this post on the 6th and I got two new people on it now yeah. and it's still going. I mean that that post is, is like at the intersection of fans, existing fans, and apparently new fans, and then people who were just trolling with vibrating titties. We uh, my favorite part is, is most of the people who are trolling are now fans. Oh, yeah. Well, it's impossible to not be um, trapped by vibrating man titties. It's not... It, it's okay, t- it's, and, and for people who have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> let me give context. A- 
Um, there is a Korean pop group called Monster X, and they have a song called Shootout. And in Shootout, um, we were all very startled when one of their members, the lead, uh, the leader of the group and lead dancer, um, does this dance where like his chest is vibrating <laughs> and it's specifically to match the song. In the in the music video shootout, it makes 100% perfect context. But somebody took like all every version from like every cam of uh, Shonu doing this uh, when he's like doing interviews or whatever, and people are like, "Show me the vibration!" Like somebody made a montage of it. And I shared that montage on my Facebook. And it's just now a 300 post just celebration of Shonu and his vibrating chest. Also, my phone now has titties <laughs> in the dictionary. I didn't even add it. I have typed it so many times. It also has brrrr on it too. It's got my bright my vibrating sound in it. <laughs> I didn't add those to my phone dictionary. My phone added it to its own dictionary. I mean today's T I D D A T I D D A Y S is um a very versatile important term in modern language because there's no other way to describe Shonu from Monster X. Without using the word today's, like it's not any other word would downplay. I mean, what's you came up, you coined the term "thick new," and that works. And I mean that that is a thick Korean man. It is. I was taken aback. Um, very beautiful. His face is just very beautiful. Yeah, I was taken aback by the entire thing. He's a, he's extremely handsome. Uh, but yeah, so it's just like a whole post celebrating. Monster X and uh, Shonu, and there are several new fans now of all ages. <laughs> I mean. So I think that is my greatest accomplishment, and I'm going to see how long I can keep this thread going. <laughs> well, now that I know it's your goal, I will make it my business to um, drive people to it. I appreciate Erica just keeps tagging Shane in it randomly. That's how it's supposed to be. You, you you have to that at some point Shane Shane Paul Neal of SPN writes will become a show a Monster X fan. But he doesn't have to be a Shonu fan, but I will get him in a Monster X. He'll wake up one morning and that's and one of the songs will just be in his head and he'll text me going, I hate you, Bacon. Right. And I will know I have one. Right. Also, go watch the video shootout. Watch either you watch the music video watch the promotional dance video they're both very good um and you will understand what i am talking about <laughs> all right um i think the only other thing that i didn't i haven't really paid attention to the news the only thing i saw was uh ubisoft is fixing their fuck up um, oh, and the Assassin's Creed DLC? Oh, they fucked up. What happened? Uh, 
don't act like don't don't be like what happened like you didn't know what happened well uh that was that's one of those things where where um like you just suddenly yank down the veil that is the that is that that is podcast production it's like i know what happened because there's no story that we haven't really talked about before we get on the air but i'm like what happened and you're like what you you know you know what happened look at me well, we talk, it's the stuff that it's stuff that comes up on Facebook or whatever. It still all counts. There's nothing that you've mentioned that is a surprise to me. So I'm gonna go. What right. happened? I I prefer transparency with the audience. This is a production. That's why it's like it's like it was so. Transparency is important in podcasting. It was like you know. We can't be like other people. It's like a. It's like a. I can't tell whether, I can't tell who that who's that shading because of the fire festival documentaries that came out last week. So I can't tell whether it's re, whether it's close by shade or whether it's Billy McFarlane shade or whether it's old Twib shade. Like I don't know what it is. So I'm walking past it because I'm confused. I'm shooting grenades at everybody. All right. <laughs> it all applies. Not gonna lie to you. Actually, I'm just I'm just helping out Chris. From the insanity report. Yeah. I thought something. Huh? I thought something happened. You said you're helping out Chris. Oh no, the fancon stuff. Oh right. Oh yeah, more scam. I forgot. There's so many scammers. I forgot that like that like the whole fire festival thing happened as a precursor. The same way the combat from Andromeda's and Anthem is the same way the scam from fire festival is deep, deep within fancon. Yeah. I see. Okay, that's right. Forgot about that scam. Firecon, <laughs> fan festival, Firecon fan festival. Made it very difficult to ask for money, by the way. Towards the end of last year, it made it very difficult. It set back, it set back even our own fundraising plans for about three or four months, at the very least, because it's hard to ask. And it's just like the massive scams all around makes it hard to ask people. But people Which start holding why? on to that. We need to be transparent as a podcast organization. Listen, there are some things that people are going to know. If someone on Unreasonable Fridays gets on a microphone and goes, man, it's hot. Someone else from Unreasonable Fridays will go, how hot is it? We all know how hot it is. We I all don't. know how hot it is. I don't know how hot it is. You do. Yes, you do. We have access oh, to no, phones. I'm in another state. It, yes, you can look it up. You Why can, would I look up? I care can, not about your temperatures. But that's the point. No. You can look it up. It's a balmy 40 degrees outside. Right. I give a, don't give a shit about I care. I care about how warm it is in Seattle. I care about how warm it is in Seattle. But if you got on the mic and it was like, it sure is cold in Seattle. I go, how cold is it? I don't have to. It's 40 degrees. I don't have to because you are up here. I need more jackets. And I'm like, do you? Well, yeah, no, I, that, the Seattle, Seattle was the coldest place I'd been. I was in Seattle last week. Like, I, Seattle was the coldest place I'd been in about three years. Cause I, I, I only visit trash city when it's warm. I haven't been, I haven't gone to an East, no, uh, an East coast winter in three years. And in, o in Oakland never goes below 50 except for like maybe an hour a night during the yeah, winter. This isn't even our winter weather. This is our spring weather. Right. Yeah. You see what I mean? That's. I mean, we had a really, we didn't, we didn't have a winter this year. It just went from, it's just going from fall to spring, which is nice because I just needed a break from freezing rain. 
Man. I could I couldn't afford the jacket I needed to handle ice rain. And I'm not kidding. I actually literally mean ice rain for the live here or are familiar with London. <laughs> know what I mean when I say ice rain, where it's just like raining slush and hail, but it's still rain. Mm. Yeah. Like there's actual ice in the rain. No, it's the worst. It soaks you to the bone and you're frozen. And then there's like slush and ice everywhere. Oh, the worst. Like, give me snow. Give me hail. Give me all of those. Do not give them to me at the same time. And I mean at literally the exact same time. It cannot snow, hail, and rain simultaneously. I'll even take it if it does it in different portions of the day. Not at the same time. <laughs> what does it do here? All at the same time. Yeah, I don't want that. Anyway. Yes. Ubisoft. It sounds like they're finally fixing their major fuck up. Ubisoft has a two-part DLC. Well, I think it's a three-part DLC. It's a three-part DLC, and the second part just came out for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's a DLC that can be activated at any time. And essentially, this is kind of spoilery, but at the same time, not spoilery. Um, the second part of the DLC uh, forces your character to have a child. Forces now. I say forced because they give you zero option around this. You either do the DLC and have a child or you don't do the DLC and you don't have a child. Like, there's no way around this. Now, why is this a big deal? Because Ubisoft has been um, heralding uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey as specifically however you play is your choice. The kind of character you have is your choice. It is specifically a role-playing game. You can play your character however you want. They don't want to force you into certain stuff. They want you to be able to make choices. The game is centered around choice. The The narrative, the story, the developer, everything about the game is, separate, is surrounded around choice. So a lot of people were choosing to have either non-romantic relationships specifically with their character, like specifically not doing it, or are just straight up gay. Like they're, they're, or bi, or like, like they're like, they have, they'll have their male characters who are just banging dudes, just dudes. The entire, there's a very specifically gay character. There's specifically lesbian characters. There are some bisexual characters. But like you can even, uh, but you can choose your partners. And so again, the whole game is centered around choice. And regardless of how you interact with this character that you have your child with in the, uh, you meet the character in the first part of the DLC and you can turn down their advances, but apparently no matter what happens at the beginning of the second DLC, you have a child. Like, you take a year off, you have a child, which makes one zero narrative sense. Right. Because, like, what? You just leave the life of a Mystios for a year and just calmly have a child and hang out with your family in the middle of the Peloponnesian War yeah. that you're a mercenary as while you're, like, fighting cultists. <laughs> and it, it literally make, it makes no narrative sense. Begs the question, whose idea like, was this? Right. Well, and, and 
from my understanding, the DLC was done by a different studio. But a studio that apparently had never played the game or understood why the right. understood the value of the game or how the game works. They just wedged a permanent life change DLC in the middle of this adventure. Right. And and of course, like now again, a large part of the Assassin's Creed Odyssey like fan base and community and players are queer people. And so like we all came out and we're like, uh what? no, you can't do this. My character I've spent 300 hours in is clearly a lesbian. <laughs> Just a straight lesbian. My character doesn't want children. <laughs> I, have, I have a heavily 300-hour invested narrative in my character that you let me build, and now you're taking all of that away. <laughs> and the initial response for it was, just wait for the third part DLC. Will you understand the character's motivations and reasonings for doing this sort of thing? Oh, oh okay. No. Okay, sure. Perfect. Right. Which I'm like, you don't understand the problem. <laughs> you missed the entire problem of what people are saying is the problem. <laughs> Which again is another problem. Problems. <laughs> Problems everywhere. Um. Yeah, like, like I'm like this. That just the worst response because it was just like, were you listening to the critiques? Because the what your answer was makes everything we're saying about like why this is fucked up even worse. We hear you, but let us tell you why your character made that choice that your character would never have made. The problem is you. You need to have a whole view of the narrative before you jump to any conclusions. You need to see the whole and I'm like, narrative. But do you know the narrative, people who made the DLC? Clearly you didn't know the narrative because this makes no sense. Like even if you had beaten the game, the narrative, like this DLC doesn't ma narratively make sense. Huh. And the and like some people are like, but but you know, Assassin's Creed has this whole um, you know genetic line sort of thing. Actually, thanks to Origins and also specifically with this game, Not there's really. no genetic line for this game. Right. The DNA is specifically in the spear. She's able to access this time period because of the DNA that's already in the spear. There's no no genetic line needed. I thought they wrote they wrote that into Origin so that they could stop tethering, so they could disconnect from a bloodline that entire narrative, the whole bloodline narrative, yes, so they could tell. Really, and 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 they continued that in Odyssey. There's no bloodline narrative specifically with this. There's absolutely none. Right, the series is better for it. And also, why like, would it's, you? It's fear of Leonidas, right? Yeah, spear of Leonidas. Yes, yeah, so it, it, the DNA is specifically in the spear of Leonidas. And the game is centered around the Spear of Leonidas. That's it. That, that, there's no, there's no that, narrative sense. But that being said, also a problem with that argument, right, is also the fact that your ass came in real late, real slow, real uninformed, trying to affect this argument for something you told you doubly know nothing about because it was a narrative change they made in Origins. So it's like an it's a it's a it's a year old it's a two year old narrative change. Was, isn't it three year old? Didn't Origins come out three years ago? 
Didn't the Origins came out a year? I don't remember Origins. We're 2019 now. Three Origins came out 2017, 18, 17. Three years. Not 18 because Odyssey came out. out 2017. Either way, three years old. We'll say three. Um, three year old narrative change specifically. That that that. Don't do that. You missed. You missed. You missed the whole ass game where they changed the narrative to allow divert more diverse characters and this is where we're getting so yeah we don't need the characters and honestly don't need to be having no damn babies they don't want to have yeah. no babies so ubisoft is going in and they're um actually rewriting lines and rewriting how that works and they're actually like recording new voice lines and they're basically redoing the DLC to reflect the choices that you may or may not have made in the first DLC. So they finally heard, but I'm just like... That first response, well, you need to have a holistic view of the narrative. So let us finish telling you what your character that you, your character that you designed and made the decisions for did, and then you can tell us what you think. But wait until we're finished. I'm just like, don't queer bait me. I hate that shit. Stop queer baiting. It's awful. Also, make sure that your DLC reflects the rest of your fucking game. Right. Whoever handled the if DLC. You're have, if you're going to make a big deal about choice and choice of play and how you create and play your character, don't fucking take away the choices. That's lazy. Extremely lazy. Shout out to the develop. Shout out to whoever handled the DLC for just not having played Odyssey. Because the whole point of the game, the reason why it was everyone was so excited about it is freedom of choice. That was why people were hot about it. Because it was like the it was Assassin's Creed with the leash off. It was a full on RPG. People were excited. See, if you had played the game, you would know. That when you go forward with your DLC, you have to give people lots of choices. And also, don't have some type of weird epilogue DLC in the middle of an adventure where all of a sudden I just took a year off to have a baby in the middle of the war, like you said. That's just, like I said, they didn't, pl some important, several important people did not play Assassin's Creed for longer than an hour, if that. Right, and like you turn down, you can you specifically can be like, nah, nigga, I don't want you in the first one, and then the next one you're like, baby. Yeah, don't do that. No. No. Don't do that. So they fixed their thing. Good job. I guess. I mean, I'm not getting the DLC. There's no, the DLC is not gonna happen. That's no go. So it's fine. But whoever did get the DLC, they're looking out, sort of, after trying to um, uh, dev-splain <laughs> um, a valid complaint from the audience. They finally I have... Don't know, I don't know if I have the DLC or not. These are all great questions. Um, which version of the game did you get? I don't remember. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that I'm going to have Anthem because my Xbox has been pre-ordered. <laughs> That's right. All right. I'm really excited about that. I'm like, 
All right, then. Um, For those who can't see, I was chewing on my phone. Very exciting. Very excited, Sean. All right, folks. I think that's us. I chew on things when I'm excited. I'm sure that's a kink of the week that Nojela can explain. <laughs> also. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. Enjoy what you heard? Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash unfridays and follow the network at twitter.com slash unfridays. Please, please tell them that you liked what you heard. That's the only way I'm getting out of this closet again. <laughs>